It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. <sighs> hey, guys. Um, bit of a different show here today. Um, usually retro, formerly rivalries. But uh, given what's happened in WWE this week, um, obviously, uh, I don't really feel chipper about doing this show. Um and obviously everyone probably knows, but we have the passing of Terry Funk. Um, firstly, I believe that was on Wednesday. And then Thursday evening, we get the unfortunate and tragic and unexpected news from Triple H's Twitter account that Bray Wyatt has passed away at the age of 36. And this is not to diminish the uh, the life of Terry Funk, because obviously one of the best to ever do it, a very popular guy. Um, everyone will miss him and for may he rest in peace. But obviously there's a difference when somebody is in their late seventies and early eighties and has lived their entire life as opposed to someone who, uh, and in Terry Funk's case, it came to numerous years of battling. I believe it was Parkinson's and, uh, something else. I believe he had another health issue. There's a difference between that and someone with a young family, 36 years old, 
suddenly dying of a heart attack, which, uh, according to Sean Rossap, was as the result of uh, heart issues that were exemplified by uh, COVID that uh, break hot in February. I thought of a lot of ways on how to do this show today, and... I, you know, I thought about doing a tribute show of playing like clips like I usually do of Bray Wyatt's career. Maybe we'll play some, but I'm not sure yet. I'm really taking this by ear. I thought about maybe doubling up with Matt and we could have talked about it. And uh, I mean, I'm sure we'll dive into it a bit on the on the current state this coming Monday. But I kind of just wanted to land on a show that will probably be shorter than usual but a show where I just tell you guys what I'm thinking. And usually I'm here and I just kind of recap uh, a certain storyline or a certain wrestler or a certain championship or a certain pay-per-view and I play you clips. And it's you don't hear a lot from my, my personal being and how my feelings are. You do a bit, but very on a, a very shallow level. So I just figured that I would pay tribute to the best I can of Bray Wyatt um, pay tribute to him by just expressing what he meant to me as a fan. So the first time we saw Bray Wyatt, summer of 2013, I believe, and he debuted and he attacked Kane along with Luke Harper and Eric Rowan. And I, I, you had seen vignettes of him, of them in the swamp and speaking kind of those backwards riddles and the, the guitar music and, I got to be honest, at that point, you know, I was 19 years old. I wasn't following WWE that much. I was a avid fan until 2007, and I kind of took a back seat when they shifted to the PG era. But Bray Wyatt brought um, a different element to that PG era. And right off the bat, he was captivating, guys. And I don't have to tell you, but for me, as someone who was slowly, slowly, slowly dipping their toe back into the world of wrestling, based on the returns of The Rock and the the debut of The Shield, the two major things that really pulled me back in over the course of 18 months or so. And then the Wyatt family showed up, and they were just so damn interesting, they were so different, and they always reminded me, not so much the characters and how they acted, but just kind of like the aura about them, of like the Ministry of Darkness. And obviously what we saw unfold between Bray Wyatt and The Undertaker at WrestleMania 31, and you know, this uh, last year on Monday Night Raw, where you had kind of like an unofficial passing of the torch between... The Undertaker and um, and Bray Wyatt, you really saw that Bray Wyatt was one of a kind, and the way he spoke, and the way he acted, and just his overall demeanor was one that I don't think we ever really saw. And now that I think of it, I, I believe Bray Wyatt debuted it in 2012. Was it 20? It wasn't 2013. No, it wasn't 2013. So it was 2012 then. So he right away really just like came on the scene like a bat out of hell. And he was the kind of guy that even when he lost and he lost a ton, he lost way more than he should have. He made you feel invested in him no matter what. 
And, you know, we often talk about John Cena, his match against John Cena at WrestleMania 30, and how John Cena buried him. And, yeah, should John Cena have won at that stage in his career? Debatably, no. But, like, even when Bray lost, he felt more important. And he was one of those rare guys that even as a younger up-and-coming wrestler, he could elevate guys in a loss while keeping his mystique and keeping his legitimacy. And we even saw what he did for Daniel Bryan in their program in late 2013, early 2014, where, you know, Daniel Bryan joins the Wyatt family, and then it turns out that he was just trying to infiltrate them from the inside. And then obviously they have the uh, the the steel cage tag team match where Daniel Bryan turns on him. And I believe Bray actually beat Daniel Bryan at the Royal Rumble in 2014. But... The first two, three years, even four years where Bray was on the scene, like he just racked up losses. Like WrestleMania 29, I I don't believe he had a match. Um, Maybe something's escaping me here, but he loses at WrestleMania 30 to to, um, uh, John Cena, like we just talked about. At WrestleMania 31, he loses to The Undertaker. And then at WrestleMania 32, he doesn't even have a match. But he has a segment with The Rock. And this may be the only clip I play tonight. But what The Rock said to Bray Wyatt, and The Rock also posted something on Twitter about, you know, the past at Bray Wyatt and kind of echoed these sentiments as Dwayne Johnson, like in a real life capacity. Even as a heel... Bray Wyatt, and even as someone who is about to, for all intents and purposes, just get squashed by The Rock and John Cena, The Rock was able to put him over, but not even trying, just saying the facts and speaking truth as to how people legitimately felt about Bray Wyatt. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Get back tonight. You come out here, you interrupt. And it's no hey, how you doing, Rock? Hey, good to see you. Hey, congratulations. That was really cool, none of that, no. No, instead, you come out here and, and you, I'm gonna eviscerate you, boy, and then what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna eviscerate your soul, then I'm gonna go down to Cracker Barrel and have some waffles up and that's it. Hey, I gotta be honest with you. Okay, you come out here, and you're talking like you've been hitting the bomb for about eight days straight, Jack. Oh, hey! Hey, hey, hey! Hey, 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 hey! Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't do that, don't do that. Okay, I know. This is starting to feel like it's not gonna end well. Okay, and look at this one over here. Clearly, your parents are related. Yeah, and this 
one over here looking like he's been breastfed since he was 26 years old. Okay, but hey, back to you, Bray. Oh, The Rock knows who you are. The Rock knows who you are. The Rock's had his eye on you ever since you came into the WWE, because here's why. You got it all. You got the, you got the ability, you got the charisma. You hear that? You got the ability. You got the ability, you got the charisma, right? You got the tats, you got the beard, you got it all, right? You got it all, you're a revolutionary, you're a leader. You hold people in the palm of your hands. When the lights went out, you came down, 100,000 people had their phones up in the eye. 100,000 people. So obviously The Rock mixes in some comedy, making fun of Eric Rowan, making fun of Braun Strowman, but he said the truth. He had everyone in the world in the palm of his hand. People wanted to like Bray Wyatt, and they did. And, you know, I came on here with Matt over the last six, seven, eight months when we started maybe critiquing his storyline with... um, the blood, uh, the bloodline on SmackDown, and I do think it did go off the rails in a lot of ways, and obviously was underwhelming, and we never got to see it play out. But I always stood by this, and Matt echoed it that he was captivating. He captivated the hell out of you, and you wanted to cheer for Bray Wyatt. He was always a heel, aside from his most recent return. He was exclusively a heel in WWE, but people wanted to like him, and. A year ago, a year after this promo, where Bray Wyatt and the Wyatts essentially get squashed by The Rock and a returning John Cena, Bray became champion at the Elimination Chamber in 2017 in a match against Dean Ambrose, John Cena, AJ Styles, very, very star-studded Elimination Chamber. And when he won that WWE Championship, you felt how much it meant to him and you felt how much it meant to the crowd, even though he was a heel. And they cut that short. He drops it, the following pay-per-view at WrestleMania to Randy Orton at WrestleMania 33. But even when Bray was withering away in obscurity, when he aligned himself with uh, Matt Hardy, the deleters of worlds, or the forgettable program, the first program with Randy Orton, you wanted to cheer for Bray Wyatt. And then in 2019, he brings in the the Fiend gimmick and the Firefly Funhouse. And even that, I remember, like, I was with my girlfriend. We were just together for a year at that point. And her, who's a very, very, very casual wrestling fan, just watches it because of me, would make it a point that she had to watch the Firefly Funhouse every week. Every week, she had to watch the Firefly Funhouse because the guy knew entertainment, and the guy was so damn captivating, and he left you wanting more each and every week. And where sometimes the payoffs very lackluster or left you scratching your head, sure. But no matter how many times something would fall flat on its face with Bray Wyatt or the payoff wouldn't be good, whether his own fault or creative or Vince McMahon 
or you just were just like, damn, I wish that was better, or the infamous Hell in a Cell match against um, Seth Rollins in in 2019, you always came back wanting more. Even when he was the universal champion and he lost to a suplex for all intents and purposes to Goldberg at Crown Jewel, you he left you wanting more. His Firefly Funhouse match against John Cena, which wasn't even a wrestling match, but was a ridiculous like like dissection of the mind of John Cena, he left you wanting more. When he was in his program with Braun Strowman in the early on era of the of the pandemic era at the Performance Center, and you saw all different variations of Bray Wyatt, the Fiend, uh, the Swamp Leader, the Firefly Funhouse Bray, he always had you coming back because you wanted more. Bray Wyatt had an effect on everyone that heel, babyface, monster, Swamp Leader, kids show host. You were always wondering what else he was going to do. And as a wrestling fan, that's the most you could ask. And, you know, when he got released following, I believe it was WrestleMania 37, when he lost to Randy Orton in, again, a very unfulfilling payoff, whether that was Bray, whether that was creative, whether it was a mixture of both, it was. As soon as we heard, and we as soon as we heard the rumors that he may be coming back to WWE last year, right around this time, and we started seeing the Easter eggs drop, the white rabbit, the barcode that ultimately culminated one of the most memorable returns of any superstar in the history of professional wrestling at Extreme Rules, we were ready for it. Because he always left you wanting more, because he knew exactly how to cut a promo. And when he came back last year, It was like the most genuine version of himself. And to be honest with you, it was something that I don't think I've ever experienced before. Someone who, I'll talk about quickly his his run here, his most recent run from, let's say, October to February. I was very disappointed with how it was going. But no matter how many times I was disappointed, no matter how many times I thought that I was done with it, he would cut a promo, and even if he was saying gobbledygook, like LA Knight said, or at the end of it, I was just like, man, he didn't really say anything. While it was happening, I couldn't take my eyes off the television. And Bray Wyatt certainly was something special. Bray Wyatt is a one-of-a-kind, and Bray Wyatt, I think, was arguably the most misused superstar in the history of professional wrestling. And I don't say that lightly, but he could have been so much more... And you could blame Vince, you can blame Creative. I'm sure his his personal demons or his personal issues had some effect on that, his health. But all we can do is remember Bray Wyatt as one of a kind. I know that's that's um, kind of synonymous with Rob Van Dam, but I think it's fitting for Bray Wyatt too. He was one of a kind, and I don't know if we ever see another wrestler like Bray Wyatt, another promo like Bray Wyatt, another creative mind like Bray Wyatt. So guys, that's all I really got for you tonight. I know it's a shorter episode than usual. I just didn't think it was appropriate to do a full-on episode uh, given this. And I think all of us are kind of affected by this in some way. And Matt and I will be back on Monday to talk about this. But uh, until then, rest in peace, Wyndham Rotunda. As a wrestling fan, you will have left an everlasting impression on me. My condolences to your wife and your family your brother, your father, your children, 
and I hope they remember you as the true legend that you are and that you have blazed a trail of internal glory in the wrestling world and you will forever be remembered as someone who did it like no other and captivated like no other and had everyone in the palm of his hand like no other. Rest in peace, Bray Wyatt, Wyndham Rotunda. You will be missed, and you will forever be loved. Thanks for listening to the WWE Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you don't miss a show. Or head to wwepodcast.com. And for all of these shows ad-free, head over to patreon.com slash WWE Podcast. Until then, we'll see you next time.